Welcome to the second season of Snapshot. And today we are here with Robert. Please give us an introduction of who you are and what you do as a photographer. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm Robert. I'm a German yeah, fashion, beauty and commercial photographer. I do a lot of editorials for magazines and I do a lot of commercials for several clients. And um, now we are here in Dubai um, because my agency uh, sits here and uh, yeah, I'm trying to um, do some shootings here. Brilliant. So when did you start photography and why? How did you pick up a camera? How did you develop this eye to be a photographer? Well, there are several reasons. Um, I started back in the days, it uh, was 2009, 2010. Um, yeah, a friend of mine was a very good photographer. He also studied photo design in uh, Munich. And I always liked how, yeah, it's a very stupid reason how proper cameras can take pictures and how you can edit them. So I started with, I started a lot with Photoshop and um, trying to squeeze every pixel out of an image uh, because I was just stunned or blown away from what Photoshop is uh, is about to the might of Photoshop, so uh, the power um, was great. So um, this was my first intention, why buying a camera and becoming a real photographer, um, I was later. And what camera did you start with? First camera was a uh, Nikon D7000. <laughs> really, that's a brilliant camera. I think that 7000 series is amazing. Uh, the 7000, the 7100. Oh, also the D90. The, the D90, oh, the D90. Camera, yeah. I recently bought the D90 again. Okay. Because I started with a D3000. I started like, you know, I was, I was very young. I didn't know what to do. I just picked it up and I started with a D3000. And then I understood how a camera works and it was very limited. And then I remember I went to my local photographer and asked what would be the upgrade. And he gave me the Nikon D90. Incredible. It was, it's still a beast. It's still a beast. It's still yeah. a beast. It's one of those cameras. Yeah, I, was, I only had this um, set lens, this 18 to uh, 55. 18 to 55. I got this 18 to 105. That's um, another set lens. Yes, but for me, it wasn't just the photography thing. It was just doing one picture, which looks good. So I also was into lighting very early. So I did a lot of product shots or light product shots. And um, I cut them out in Photoshop and I did a lot of composite things and stuff. So this was my first uh, yeah, experience with, uh, let's call it photography. Wow, man, we speaking about 13 years ago. So you started with the D7000 and what gear do you shoot with now? Well, now I, I switched to Sony in 2007. And, uh, great move, great move. Now I have uh, a Sony A7R5 and a A7 IV. Yeah, I have a lot of gear, yeah, but... How do you... What, 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 which camera did you have before the R5? The R4. The R4? Yeah. And, is and it, then the R3. 
And how does it compare R4 to R5? Is it much better? Or is um, it... I think it's the difference between the R4 to the R5 is bigger than the difference between the R3 to R4. Okay, okay, because makes sense. It's the same sensor, but it's a complete new chip. It's a new autofocus uh, system. So I, I like it more because I wasn't really happy with the R4. So the R5 is way better. Okay, okay, because I also opinion. shoot with Sony and I've got, I've got the R4 and I find it it's it's an incredible machine. It's a computer. Yeah, like absolutely. when you put a good lens on it, yeah. and you find out where your balance yeah. and everything. You look. But through I thought the, the R three was already a great camera. So the R four wasn't a big improvement to the okay the new sensor. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, they are all great cameras. But I but don't don't really um, worry about gear uh, a lot um, because in my opinion, content is king. So doesn't matter what gear you use you can get the same results with every brand with every camera so I really uh, for me it's just a tool and um, if I have a picture I want to craft so yeah I use my my, my tools and then I uh, want to uh, achieve my, my, my image Okay, and what is your process? So you said you work for commercial beauty and fashion photo shoots mainly. What is your process? How do you approach a photo shoot? So imagine tomorrow you have a photo shoot. Yeah. How do you prepare for it? Oh, tomorrow is very short term, but normally um, you do it, um, let's say, one to three or four weeks in advance. Because when you shoot fashion, um, there's not only me it's not yeah it's not yeah, it's not about me it's just um, a team it's a teamwork and normally we have um, we are we have a set and with with a stylist a makeup artist maybe also a hair artist but maybe it's the same person and the model and then you have a client and assistant so there are big uh, teams on set and um, th yeah, the biggest problem is always to find uh, a date where all of these people uh, have time to uh, come together, um, even on jobs. So it's always a, a pain or just an exchange. So the, let's say makeup artist uh, is busy on that date. So we have to find another one. So. Uh, the first thing is always setting up a team and when you have the team, the stylists can uh, work because the stylist has a lot of work before the photo shoot. He or she has to uh, get all the clothes. She comes on set with, let's say, seven to ten different high-end clothes complete from boots to trousers to dresses, uh, jewelry and stuff. So um, he brings a car load of stuff uh, to the photo shoot, but he or she has to do this in front, of course. He rented from PR agencies um, or wherever, and um, they need at least one or two weeks in front to just organize all these things. 
then you need a makeup artist um, who's on set. Um, when you want to do, or the client wants to do some special or crazy things with hair, you have to be sure that your makeup artist is also good with hair. Otherwise, you need a special hair designer for, for this. Um, and yeah, and then it depends on your set. If you need an assistant or, um, or is the client on set as well. So you have to be take care of that the client feel comfortable. So you need chairs and let's say monitor displays where the client can can check the, the images when you tether. As they go. So you have to you have to literally show your process as it is. So you have to, even if you're on, on, on a location shoot, you still have to tether? It depends, yeah. When there's a client on set and wants to see the pictures, uh, yeah, you have to set it up, yeah. But there are many ways to do it because today we, sh we shot at the desert and um, there, I don't want to set up my big computer um, with a cable and run around with it uh, into the dunes and it's crazy or to have an assistant who carries the laptop uh, behind oh, his own. Not in the desert. No, is. but you can do it with uh, yeah, the Sony cameras are very good with the wireless tethering and just an iPad or something with Capture One. The new update from Capture One has uh, these uh, uh, wireless uh, tethering option for mm. mobile devices. So um, just take an iPad. but. It's also difficult because the display isn't bright enough on the sun, so... Ah, of course, Yeah, of so course. it's always better to just shoot and take a break and just check the images in the car or in a tent. Um, okay. To check the images, yeah. So if the client is there, they usually want to know what's happening in the moment. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's cool. Because I thought, yeah. I thought for a beauty, fashion, commercial photographer in shoots like this, that you would be the one preparing, you know, the mood and everything else. But it, by the sounds of it, yeah, it's, it depends. It's sometimes the, the clients comes up with the mood board. Sometimes the agency comes up with the mood board, or their agency comes up with the mood board. The other day, I had this yeah, beauty commercial shoot in uh, at my studio in, in Germany. Um, it was for a brand. They produce some natural or organic shampoo it looks like a soap but it's not a soap bar it's a it's a shampoo organic and uh, now you can buy it everywhere in, in germany it's a very very famous uh, thing and yeah we were on set and the client comes not only one person from the marketing team it's the whole marketing team so there were about four or five people in the studio uh, me as a photographer an assistant Three models, makeup artists, two makeup artists. It was crazy. It was so much pressure because everybody is uh, looking over your shoulders and the more eyes you have, you mo the more things you find to talk about. So, oh, can we remove uh, the hair over there? Can we just change the color of the uh, shampoo bar? And yeah. Wow, I think this is this is a good definition of too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. Like, you know, there's like, if there's yeah. one person, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay, you can, but you have to be aware. You have to master this situation. When you're 
as a photographer, for me personally, the main goal on every photo shoot is to have a good atmosphere. And if you have a good atmosphere, you will not have good results in the end. So for me, it's always just keep the atmosphere good. Everybody should feel comfortable. I want music. I want everybody to yeah, be creative because that's what we do. We are not doing a surgery. It's just we're doing photography. So. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. That, that was like, that's, that's, a, that's a perfect definition. That was brilliant. <laughs> Because I've, I've worked with people, I shot with people, and sometimes they wouldn't allow music, sometimes they wouldn't allow a change, sometimes they wouldn't allow like a complete switch of the mood because sometimes you feel like, okay, maybe this model yeah. or this person or this whatever doesn't suit it well, so maybe let's change positions. And they were like, no, but this, I'm like, oh my God. And then you look at the pictures and they're the like... Yeah. I think that the thing when they will book you again, is exactly how they are felt on the photo shoot. For example, you have four guys from the marketing team there behind you, looking over your shoulders. But you have to master the situation that what I mean is you have to take care that everybody can be creative. Everybody is allowed to be creative. And you're not into your ego thing and say, no, I'm the photographer. No, everybody is allowed to be creative on set, on my set. So it's not too, normally it's too many cooks in the kitchen, but for me, I allow everybody to just say the opinion and I really appreciate every, every uh, uh, opinion. And I hear every opinion, and then we can talk about it, why things are not so good or why things we could do it better this way. And so everybody is comfortable. So and at the end of the day, everybody's happy because they think it was their idea. So, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. I think, yeah, that, that makes sense because if you look at it, it's, it's, it's you don't take an image, you create it. Because once you're in a studio or you're in a shoot or in a commercial, it's not like you go there and you snap a moment as you would, as you said earlier, in a wedding. Yeah. You create it. And I think the team behind you, the, those people from marketing behind you, when they're there and they see the picture born, they're like, yes, we love it. Yeah. You just mentioned how you work, what your process is and how you collaborate. But what, do you, what would be your ideal photo shoot or campaign that you could choose? Would it be indoors, outdoors? How would you see it if you would close your eyes and imagine, okay, this is the perfect photo shoot I could have? How would you see it? Hmm. It's difficult to answer. I really like, like working in the studio, but um, it's more challenging for me to shoot outdoors. I love to shoot outdoors. Um, as today, we were in the desert and you don't know exactly what will you be confronted with though that how the light situation is um, is it cloudy or is it super sunny or will it rain so uh, yeah it's harder for me to shoot outdoors is it windy is it not windy so you know what I mean it's just a bit tricky in studio it's easy because 
you can set up everything you want. I mean, you say, I want a light here, set up a light there. If you want to have a red light there, set up a red light there. So. Okay. Okay. So you like the challenge more than, you know, the setting yeah, up element. That you don't know what will happen when you shoot a big set outdoors. Uh, brings you more at the end of the day uh, than shooting in the studio. Shooting in the studio means that you are 100% sure that you, wh what you're doing, but shooting outdoors is sometimes just being more uh, creative spontaneously. So let's say if this is something I learned from the weddings. Um, when the weather is changing um, from sunny to cloudy or, or the opposite, then you have to be creative in seconds. You have to change your ideas in seconds. So, for example, if you have sun, the sun uh, is out, I want to have the sun behind the model. So I want to shoot against the sun so that the for me, the, the model has a rim lighting, for example. But then it goes cloudy, for example. This will not work anymore. So you have to be, you have to go around 180 degrees and you want to use the cloud as a big softbox in front of the model's face that you have a proper image. And we did this, uh, <laughs> we did this shooting once in, uh, in Munich on a lake in Starnberg with two uh, women from uh, Germany's Next Top Model um, on the boat. It was just a very, very, very tiny boat with two models and a makeup artist, a stylist, me and an assistant who was driving this little boat. And it was, a, <laughs> it was so funny because I just wanted to have these two models on the image, of course, and not the whole team. So we, the whole team was on one side of the boat and the models on the other side, so it was crazy. But the challenge was that it was a cloudy day. So the sun comes out and I said to the assistant, turn the boat left so that we have the sun behind the models. And then he turned, it was cloudy. So turn again and he was turning the boat the whole day. So it was so fun. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I can, I can imagine. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Now, as, you, as we're talking about this and you just mentioned the difficulties, the challenges you can face in a photo shoot, I'm going to bring up a question that the previous guest left us, Ben. He's a sports photographer from Cambridge and he works for Cambridge United. And his question was, what is your favorite moment? It can be a picture, a shoot, a campaign and why? My favorite moment in the past uh, a favorite campaign, favorite photo shoot, whatever, like if you look through your archive and you say, this was my favorite shoot that I've done. Mm. To be honest, I love, it's hard for me to say it's only one. I love more of them. It's the process. Um, for me, the best photo shooting is always the last, the latest. So uh, the newest is always the best. Um, but... Um, Back in the day, I did a lot of photography, as I, as I already said. I did all genres of photography. And I did um, these, yeah, 
Photoshop composited, compo composited, compositings, yeah. compositings. I did this Photoshop compositings in the past, and um, there was one compositing who's very special for me. Uh, it's called Unlocked. It, I did it in uh, the Corona year in 2020, and it was um, it was not allowed to go out, so I spent a lot of time in front of the computer, and I did a lot with uh, play around with Cinema 4D, and. Um, I did this compositing with this young child, this young girl. Um, she stand in a in the woods, and in front of the of her is a big giant rock with a how do you, with a lock inside. So I did this in in Cinema 4D, and the rest. Uh, in my studio and then I photoshopped everything together and I submitted this picture to the um, to Lurzas archive in Vienna the, and they um, selected me for the 200 best ad photographers worldwide with this picture but this was a big honor for me and of course this picture is special for me yeah but when I say in fashion there are plenty of images I really love but it's not about me on these images it's more about the mood the model because I think now fashion photographer for edge sorry I start again as I said I did a lot of automotive photography or commercial product photography in the past where you have to set up three to five lights for one single image and then you spend another 10 hours to photoshop it together to have one high gloss image so um, it's very technically but it's not a moment at all so I love this kind of photography because it's technically it's photography and it's Photoshop and it's looks high-end and brilliant at the end but I always missed capturing moments that's why I started with uh, doing weddings because weddings are moments you can't repeat so you want to catch a feeling, a mood you can't repeat. So, doing a, doc a good documentary means a lot for me. It's it's great, but it's completely different to the technical to technical photography. But I love them both. So, for me, it was always hard to how can I put merge merge these two genres together. And for me now, fashion photography is exactly what I always searched for but I've never had the idea that I will be become a fashion or beauty photographer um, it was the last genre I ever tried I tried every genre but the last genre was fashion and now this is the one I always uh, was looking for and because in fashion photography you have to be very good on the technical side to maybe you have to set up a lot of lights sometimes you don't even you don't need even one light so and you're capturing moments because you're capturing a person a model and she's acting she's posing she's doing uh, her, 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 her things and you, you capture the right moment when the mood is perfect 
but also the lighting should be perfect. So it's not, and for me now, it's, it's, it's a liberation and limitation. When I say I come to set and first, it's not, back in the day, I always started with setting up a big setup. Let's say I, I, I set up three lights, but I, I have no idea what uh, should I do. Okay. So what is the idea of the, of the picture? And now for me, it's, as I said, it's uh, liberation and limitation. I come to set and I just check, for example, today at the desert, how is the lighting? What do I need? Do I need, any, do I need an artificial lighting or do I just use the sunlight? Maybe a reflector or not? No reflector, so I think this makes you a better photographer when you not always think on one side. So I want to shoot with three lights today or no, I want to shoot only available light. So no, you have to be decide, uh, decide and be creative spontaneously. So in one minute to another, so so this for me is perfect. Moments plus the technical side. Um, I think those are two good worlds to put together. Yeah. Because just capturing a moment, yeah, it's great if you know how to capture a moment, but if yeah. you don't have the technical aspect. Yeah, but on weddings, to be honest, uh, not every moment is worth to take a photo on. It's just you're doing a service for, for them. Exactly. You're creating you, memories you, more you, than anything. Yes. Yeah. But when you do a picture of a guy you don't know, who's drinking a beer with his friend of uh, a friend, friend of a friend, let's say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. are you taking a picture? So it's a moment, of course, it's good for them, but for you, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah it's just like, it's, as you said, it's, like it's a exactly, service. Yeah. It's a service. You, they, they, they hire you to create a reportage of their, of their, of their wedding day, yeah. but still like, Maybe not not the beer in the hands, but the first kiss or that moment yeah. that you know. There are great moments. There are there are also great moments at the party when they are drinking. You have to catch the right moment, but it's not the same for me. It's not that um, let's say artsy or yeah. You don't get anything from it. Like, no, you it's know not, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. I think to be. A full-time photographer I think this is what most of what the photographers struggle with the ones that who are aren't too sure whether they are a photographer or not because there are some people oh I am a photographer but I also do this and I am this and I am that because I think when they shoot when they have their photography services going on they take pictures of something that they don't particularly enjoy therefore they don't know that they are a photographer or maybe they're not so I think it's very important for a photographer, for anyone who wants to be a professional photographer, wants to make a living out of it, to take pictures of what they really enjoy. Like if, if you would take pictures of weddings again all over, you wouldn't enjoy it as much, wouldn't you? You might, you know, you might not, you might think twice before getting a wedding now, but if you be... Mm, I still like them, to be honest. Um, not, yeah, I still like them. Um, the thing is, I did so many weddings in the past and I'm also very thankful for all these weddings because these weddings made me a better photographer because just being comfortable and chilled with 
stressful moments or the weather is changing, you have to be creative in from one minute to, to another. This makes you a better photographer and how to handle different situations and stuff, meeting people, uh, all these soft skills. Mm -hmm. um, communication also, communication, because you have yeah. to direct them. Um, this makes you a better photographer, so I would recommend everybody to uh, do weddings, uh, for sure. Take notes, listeners, take notes. If you're, if you're new into photography, just do a wedding. <laughs> ask your friend, yeah, ask your relatives. Yeah, you a lot from weddings, it's great. Just don't fuck up. <laughs> I remember, I, I, I used to... For me to now, now it's... Um, I did so many weddings. I built a very, I have a very, very good wedding routine. My wedding photography now costs me so less energy, but the results are still as they ever were. Yeah, Great. Yeah. So I deliver proper wedding quality, but for me now, because I have this routine, it's super easy. The workflow is easy. Sometimes the day is long, I'm getting older, so um, a 12-hour wedding is, I feel it the next day, so it's not that easy for me anymore. But, but if you have your process, as you mentioned. I, for me, it's, I want to shoot 10 weddings a year, five to 10 weddings a year, because of course, it's still money. You can plan with this money because the, most of the weddings are um, arranged the year before so for, it's good for your mind that you know oh next year I already have my 10 weddings so I have uh, a proper income or let's say uh, an income where I can pay all these basic things like rent and stuff um, the rest is bonus wow so okay that's brilliant maybe a good idea to think about and so I say, and of course I like it. I don't want to throw my wedding routine away because it was so hard to just build it up. For me, it took me eight years. And because I started wedding in 2015, um, and uh, I don't want to get rid of it in total. So I just want to be, I just want to shoot a few of them, but I can decide which weddings I want to take. You choose your own clients, I, I, basically. I choose my clients. I get a lot of, of um, requests, requests um, from clients, uh, but most of them I have to decline. Um, but I still want to shoot some for okay. you. As you said, this is it's it's good money because wedding yeah. good wedding photography is good money. So yeah, yeah that's nice. Thank you for answering the previous question from Ben saying what is your favorite moment and why it was and getting deeper into photography because this is what we love. The next question we have for you is it's more related to people that want to start photography and really want to get into photography. So what I noticed is that there's slow, so much talent in terms of photography, but they don't make it because they don't know how to do it. And people think that, especially photographers, young photographers, think that they have to do everything on their own. What are your thoughts of being represented by an agency? Do you, do you, would you recommend this to an upcoming photographer or would you, would you say go solo? Um, it, 
for me, it depends on what kind of jobs uh, you want to um, achieve, you want to do. I think an agency is not the right decision for everyone because um, when you just started out with photography you, and you don't have a, a portfolio, you will not uh, get any agency. So um, first you need a, a body of work and then you can try it. And how did you do it? How did, how did you do it? So, did you start with friends and family in terms of fashion? How would you? How did you start taking fashion seriously? For me was in Germany, the fashion industry in Germany is very low. So Germany is not a big fashion country. It's good for automotive and stuff and industry. And yeah, we have a lot of commercials, but we don't have a lot of fashion that's going on in, uh, in Germany. We have sport, you have Adidas and Nike and uh, uh, I don't know. Is Nike a German brand? I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's American, but I think they have branches I know, everywhere. No, I think Nike know. is so like. Adidas extent. is in Germany and Birkenstock is in Germany, but. Really? Yeah. I don't know this. But uh, you don't have high end fashion brands like uh, Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Celine, just to name a few. And all of these are based in uh, Paris, in, Ita in Italy. Um, and Dubai also have a very big market of all these uh, of all these brands, and there are a lot of shootings here. But for me, it wasn't the main goal to come to Dubai. It was more to get proper jobs because in Germany, when you are alone, the, in my opinion, it's hard to get these big clients because all these very big clients let's say Adidas for example there is no number where you just grab your phone and take a call and just reach out and say hey here's Robert uh, can we make a photo shoot it's difficult so and also you are too busy with your day job and stuff what you normally do so you can't do everything. So for me, I always wanted to, to uh, build my website by myself, but it will take me too much time to learn WordPress and all these things to do it proper way. So I decided to outsource it to a friend. And for me, the same is now with an agency. Um, I don't want to do all these um, admin work, uh, basically, customer acquisition work and stuff. So I just said I just want to have an agency who brings me good jobs, also for magazines and stuff. And um, so I reached out to uh, several agencies, uh, but it's very hard um, to, to find an agency who wants to work with you it's not because your work is is so bad it's just the agency every agency in my opinion has this big problem they want to have more photographers to be bigger and broader and you know what I mean mm -hmm. wider um, to be able to offer more to their clients but 
every photographer they accept it makes it harder for every other photographer they already have so sometimes they say oh we have a very very um, close relation to every of our photographers so we don't have the capacity to have another one okay gotcha so the places are limited and you have to wait until one photographer leaves the agency or something so that you can have a there's a space for you so maybe the, okay it's sometimes a bit uh, yeah gamble or just uh, slug but, but overall I think you'd say that having an agency is better than not having one would you agree yeah perfect because For I think me, yes. because as you said profession beauty yes if you do corporate photography for example you do a lot of uh, just for different companies smaller companies around local companies for example you don't need an agency okay this, this is also a great uh, um, experience as a photographer to just offer corporate photography to your clients okay because i think yeah i mean it makes sense for fashion brands that happen internationally yes agency has more credibility and they will have more connections with makeup artists because they won't if Adidas is approaching an agency, they want the full thing from the makeup artist to the photographer to the submitted images. If a corporate client comes to you or you go to them... They quote everything for you, so um, you just have to come on set and shoot. So perfectly. So battle between agency or not, one zero to agency. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and now we come to the last and one of my favorite sections of the podcast is to leave a question to the next photographer and you can make it really as deep as it, as you want as a, as a question because the next guest will include photographers who are doctorates in photography and they're they are more the theorists rather than photographers on field so you can ask can anything you, you so want you know your next guest already uh yes and it's not a, a um a working photographer it's more a teacher um so the next guest on on my podcast will be dr kirsten hacker i mean this, this will be this off record she's she's also german she used to be my head lecturer at, at university oh okay so this is gonna be the question for her so this, oh, this is this is gonna okay. be her work and she she just became a doctor on the 31st of october so oh, and okay. and she's like she's she's a brilliant photographer and she specializes in the commentary but the thinking yeah and just ask her um, what she thinks what will photography be in 10 years bam 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 i love it because with the ai and yes, everything else going exactly on this I mean. is going to be an amazing thing Perfect. to pick on brilliant robert it's been an absolute pleasure yeah, talking thank you to you for having me. it's been amazing i learned a lot I appreciate your time you. and I appreciate your work. And if people want to reach out to you and we'll look at, we'll want to look at your yes. work, where can they find Email, you? Email, uh, yeah, on Instagram. Just type uh, robert.larsen.photography or robertlarsen.de, uh, the website. Bam. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. See you next one. Thank you. Bye-bye.